When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Punt Intended, a fantasy NBA dynasty podcast presented by Sports Ethos. I am your host, Rhett Bauer, coming to you with an episode that is prompted by my guy Peyton asking me a bunch of questions on Discord. Uh, He was asking how my teams did this year, and he was kind enough to ask about all of them. And that is uh, enough for me to dig into and kind of make a podcast out of. So I figured it would be sort of a... Uh, reality check for how my teams did and thought that might be interesting to hear because I'm obviously extremely active in trades and all of that. So uh, if that's something that you are interested in, then we are going to get started shortly. However, please make sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're up to 33 on iTunes last I checked. And so I would like to bump that up through the off season as we start getting into obviously all of the draft coverage that is on the way, plus the um, looking back at the entire season relative to where we started for the season. And then obviously trying to see if there are any playoff takeaways. So please get some uh, reviews in there so we can keep growing the show. Follow me on Twitter at Rhett underscore Bauer, R-H-E-T-T underscore B-A-U-E-R, and then follow the show at punt intended pod no spaces or anything um we had a pretty good influx of followers a a little while ago both on my account and the show which is always very exciting so i appreciate any of you who finally uh went through and and gave me a follow couple other things. We do have a mailbag coming up. Uh, David Williams from Ethos Grizzlies got a bunch of questions from his leagues, and then I'm fielding some from Discord and Twitter and uh, the Ethos forums. So we might be doing that on a Twitter spaces. We might be doing that on a YouTube live. So if you are interested in either giving us questions or attending those shows live, please let me know on Twitter or on Discord, wherever you get a hold of me and, and give me your feedback on all of that. Cause I would love to have as much of you as much of an audience as possible. Um, and then I've also considered, it seems like Twitter's going all the way down the pooper. So I've considered making a Substack just to consolidate all of the things that I do. Um, obviously I have a lot of stuff over at sports ethos, but if I post something new and Twitter doesn't exist, then you'll have to be uh, locked into sports ethos's website. And so I figured it might be easier to just have a Substack and then it just goes straight to your email. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, give me a thumbs up on that as well. And I can, I can get that pretty easily. Um, and just, 
make sure that we don't uh, lose any of the audience in case uh, Elon decides to get crazy with the rest of this. We are also looking for dynasty writers. Uh, I actually have two guys who have come through and submitted a couple like audition quote unquote pieces and have been brought on board. Uh, I'm sure you guys will get to meet them here shortly once they get in process, quote unquote, and uh, start getting into the works of things. If you're interested in doing it, I'm really just looking for consistency. Um, I know that's something that I've struggled with, so I am sympathetic to that. But if you're coming on board, I'd like to to expect some consistency. Uh, looking for a lot of draft coverage right now, obviously, because I I obviously pay attention to the draft and to college a little bit. But if somebody specializes in that and could talk about that from a dynasty fantasy perspective, that would be awesome. But in general, just looking for to just to build a team to have as much dynasty content out there and continue growing, not just our platform as sports ethos and pun intended and all of that, but also just the dynasty community in general, because the bigger that community gets, the bigger everybody can get. And so it's just a really good deal. And I am excited to work with those two that have already come on board. All right, let's get into my team. So I am in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dynasty leagues, and I've just left two more. So I was in nine this year, and that is way too many leagues. Um, I am in four 30 teams. I just left two, and then a 16 team points and a 12 and 18 dynasty league. So uh, we are going to start with the pun intended league because, of course, I would. And I actually finished eighth after like from the playoffs standings, but I finished 13th in the regular season. Um, having Simmons and Wiggins uh, did not help me in the playoffs at all. Obviously Simmons didn't help in the regular season either, really. And then obviously uh, a guy like John Wall missing, you don't want to be relying on John Wall. And I really wasn't, but even still, you know, in a 30 team, his 20 minutes a game was, was decently helpful in a couple of matchups and a couple of the transactions that I, regret but also not really uh i traded the 26th pick last year what turned into the 18th pick this year and a 2024 first round pick alongside brandon clark for michael porter jr last offseason and i <laughs> i would not do that again if i had to do it over um i would you know 30 team first round picks are so tough. And my team being a core of Luca, AD, Simmons with uh, Fultz and uh, like M Rob and a couple other guys in there, I felt like I could take a gamble on MPJ being high field goal percentage, good points for 30 team, um, and just kind of float some of my the average stats because I was decent at scoring but if AD missed any time I went straight down the tank and so why not bring on another injury risk right um so I, I probably would not do that one again if I could do it over but the only reason why it's not a certainty is because then I traded Michael Porter and Markel Fultz for Pascal Siakam um I so another aspect of the Porter Junior trade forwards. I did not have forwards on my on my thirty team, which is a bummer because we had two forward spots, tons of guards, 
Um, so bringing in a legit starting forward was helpful. And that was also helpful for a guy like Siakam, even though it did cost me Markel Fultz, getting Siakam's boost in scoring durability relative to Michael Porter for sure. But then also Fultz, as much as I love him, isn't exactly an Iron Man. Um, a boost in assists across the board there rebounds, you know, just I'm punting free throw percentage and kind of threes. So he just fit right in perfectly. And I was excited to bring him in. And then right before the trade deadline, I think it was like an hour before I traded Brooke Lopez for Andrew Wiggins, which I was psyched about at the time. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, I got Andrew Wiggins. He's a much better dynasty asset than Brooke. And he helps my team. And I have a ton of blocks, but then Wiggins didn't play all throughout the fantasy playoffs while Brooke Lopez was insane throughout the fantasy playoffs and would have led to me getting to the semifinals. Um, so that was not that was not exciting, but it's it's fine. We we move and we will head into next year as one of the better teams in the league, hopefully, and probably going to make some more moves there because I just can't help myself. Um, moving on to a, another 30 team. I finished second. I was fifth in the regular season, and I actually took this over as an orphan team, but we did a dispersal draft between me and I think four other managers. So I ended up with uh, Kyrie, Jamal Murray, Fultz, Vassell, Nurkic, and a couple a couple other pretty okay pieces. Uh, Brooke, I actually ended up with Brooke Lopez there too. A couple other decent pieces. Um, but then I traded Melton McBride in a 2023 first for Jimmy Butler, which obviously I would do again. And then two other trades that I aren't as uh, aren't as certain. I traded Fultz for Draymond again for the forward uh, depth that I did not have because Jimmy was my only starting forward. Uh, and then I traded my own 2024 first round pick for Lonzo Ball. Uh, this was after he was shut down for the season, but before his like the worst update he's had lately, which is starting to be a very long list. Um, so I don't know. I probably wouldn't do the Fultz trade again if I could do it over, but uh, Draymond did help me get second and the roster flexibility of him being a forward slash center as opposed to Fultz just being a guard was quite helpful. Uh, we'll see about Lonzo. Can't really say for sure what's going on there, but um, 12 team league. I actually finished first from the sixth spot. So I won all the way through the playoffs, which was sweet. I traded Jalen Brown for James Harden and that seems Okay, our 12 team is so jacked up. <laughs> it is it is just atrocious and uh it is such an arms race at the top for assists that I traded a guy that I love in Jalen Brown for a guy that I do not like as much in James Harden simply to boost those assists assists, which was fantastic. Uh, at the draft, I actually traded the pick that became Jeremy Sohan for Malcolm Brogdon because I liked Brogdon in Boston, but then I realized that that was silly. Uh, and I immediately went back to the guy and I, I was like, Hey, I've, I don't know why I did that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, so I lost four round, four spots in the second round to get Sohan back, which I am absolutely thrilled with as another punt three free throw percentage team. Sohan is, uh, a much better dynasty asset than Brogdon, I think, and, uh, should, should be looking pretty good moving forward. But then the deal that won me the championship, essentially, I traded my first round pick, which was seventh overall and RJ Hampton for OG Ananobi, Aaron Gordon, and Delon Wright. Um, originally it was supposed to be OG 
uh, Aaron Gordon and Derek White, but I had to have Sohan in there instead of Hampton. So I am psyched to have kept Sohan out of the deal and to get OG. My stocks were unbelievable, and uh, I beat. I, I won out as an as the underdog all the way through, which I was. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply thrilled with. Uh, next 30 team. I, uh, I tanked. I did. It's a, it was atrocious. I'm, I, I hate myself for it, but uh, that's just kind of where we ended up. I, I was trying early season. I didn't intend to, cause I had DeJounte, Ingram, Laurie and Levine with Fultz. So I was like, Oh sweet. That's awesome. And then I was decimated with injuries early. And so I was like bottom eight or so despite trying for the first like five weeks. And so I, and then Ingram went out with a toe or something. And so I said, well, that's enough of that. And then I tanked my booty off all the way down to the fifth pick. Um, But then I traded it before the deadline fifth pick with the, uh, with like the 40th pick in uh, overall plus Jalen Noel for Terry Rozier, Jabari Smith and a 2024 first with a team from a team that has Cade, Ivy, J Dub, Pat Will, and sixth overall. So I, my team was really bad at field goal percentage already. So bringing on Terry and Jabari just solidified me as the worst field goal percentage shooting team in the entire league. But uh, Jabari also has center eligibility, which was huge for my team because I had Boucher and Batum as my two centers, which is uh, not where you want to be heading into next year. I didn't make it purely for the positional flexibility because I do really believe in Jabari and I bought him right before he started really knocking some, knocking some shots down to close out the year and, and just showing that, Hey, he's not a bust after 60 something games, but uh, it will, it will be interesting to see what comes of that fifth pick. And then obviously the, the Rosier situation, see if that changes what happens with the Rockets and Jabari. So there's a lot of uncertainty there, but I like getting to pretty significant depth pieces for my team, plus a future first um, with some roster flexibility as far as positions go. Um, the Dynasty 30, the industry dynasty league that uh, started with Matt Lawson and Zach Hinshu uh, this past summer, um, I actually finished seventh 
um, which I was thrilled with because I came into the league or came into the playoffs as the 13 seed. But then I ran up into our guy, Jason B with uh, is got just an absolutely stacked team. And I had Booker miss time, Matherin miss all but three minutes and time Lord miss all the time. And so I had Corey Kispert out there starting for me. And that's just not what you want as you're going up against Kristaps Porzingis, uh, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Beal or Dame, something like that. I don't even know. His team was insane, but I moved, uh, I moved to 23 and 25 first for time Lord as a guy who really wanted picks. So I was, uh, more than happy to oblige there. I would not recommend that in a 30 team, even though time Lord does have some injury concerns. His fantasy production is just worth that. When I knew I was going to be like, I knew I was going to be a playoff team. And obviously moving forward, my team was quite young with, uh, Booker, Pat, Will, Jaden, John Collins, uh, Drew was my oldest at 31, 32. So, uh, was, was content to move that. And then I, I moved, uh, Jonathan Isaac and Chuma Okiki for D'Angelo Russell. This was before the actual trade deadline. So Jonathan Isaac was playing basketball and, uh, D'Angelo Russell was still on the Timberwolves. Um, but then before all before the trade deadline was over, I moved D'Lo for Matherin because I don't have any shares of Matherin anywhere. And I decided to cash in on D'Lo's career season and see what uh, Matherin can be, which for fantasy production might not be the best move in the short term while my team is good. But I figure I'm young enough. I'll just add Matherin to a core, get a pacer that I like and uh, hope that his passing uh, really takes a jump next year as the Pacers look to be good and get Matherin more involved. So we'll see about that. Dynasty 30, there's some really, really good teams. And uh, if you're not paying attention to that, uh, well, I'm sure we'll have some offseason coverage of that uh, as the lottery goes and the offseason goes and stuff like that. I'll be putting a thread together here soon, looking at some of the rosters and some of the possibilities moving forward. Uh, last two leagues, there is a 16-team sleeper league, which I don't know if you guys play much on sleeper, but it, you do game pick, which means you pick one game a week, which evens out the game played, sure, but it's random. And it once you pick a game, that is the game that you get. And it is the most frustrating scoring format ever. And I would not recommend it to anybody except that they just added a game lock mode, which is where you get to choose to lock the game in after it happens, as opposed to just picking and randomly getting a seven point game from Jalen Brown or something stupid like that. That screwed me out of a championship. Uh, I had the best team in the league by far, but I finished second. Didn't help that. Towns was just coming back from injury. Ant had just gotten injured. Ja went through all of his stuff. Uh, Simmons was still injured. And then I just had some underperforming guys like Jimmy and Bam and all that. So I just, the other team was very, very good, but I, I should have won. Um, but just picked some poor games, I guess. Uh, I actually made 14 trades in this league. Uh, which is quite a bit. I started the year off by trading Wiseman, Naw, and Trey Mann for Jimmy Butler for a team who was very frustrated with Jimmy Butler's missed games, who really believed in Wiseman, and who really liked Trey Mann through Summer League. Uh, I would do that 10 out of 10 times, and I'm I'm sorry to whoever I fleeced for that. Uh, and then I actually, I had the worst team in the league this last year. So I actually had the first, second, and seventh best lottery odds uh, I traded the first 
pick overall before it had before the lottery had happened and it had like a 20 percent chance at getting the first pick but it could move down as far as eight and so i was like i am not dealing with that i traded that pick reddish and goga for Kyrie and deandre ayton uh probably should have considered the uh you know what's the the uh combustibility of Kyrie a little bit more than what i did but I, I'm I'm content with that. And then I also traded the uh seventh pick, but it had jumped up to two. So I would have had first, second, and then I think it, it one ended up being fifth. Uh so I, my seventh overall jumped up to two. And so that was gonna be Paolo. And I traded that plus Claxton for Harden. Now would I recommend that to everybody? No. But at the time, I was considering leaving this league because it had some extremely toxic players in it. And my team was very, uh, it got a lot better between the tanking year, the year before, and where it was headed. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to take a chance on a rookie. And I'm going to go hard for a guy in Harden who was a top 10 player this year and is a comparable dynasty asset in points leagues to what Paolo was prior to the start of the season. Um, obviously Paolo has jumped way up because his volume is just insane, but um, I feel okay with that one. And then the trade that I regret the most, I think I traded OG Fultz and Jaden. So my three, like two of my three guys and OG is getting like close to being a guy for Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons. And this was when Simmons was playing, I think, and obviously Jalen is better than OG. So I upgraded there. And then it was essentially Fultz, Jaden, and a couple like second and third rounders in a 16 team for Simmons, which uh, if Simmons comes back, sure. But it was so frustrating to not have depth as we were going through the playoffs. And I got smoked with four huge injuries. So that was frustrating. Uh, and then in the 18 Yahoo, it was a an abandoned team as well. And so I... Actually, the commissioner of the league, shout out Derek, uh, pitied me so bad that he just straight up gave me Kawhi Leonard and my team was still by far the worst in the league. Uh, he he, It was a keeper league and so he chose not to keep Kawhi because his team was absolutely stacked. And so I just adopted Kawhi and I think I dropped like Alex Caruso or Derek White or something who was going to be one of my keepers. Like that is just an insane, insanely bad lineup and an insanely good lineup at the top. But I traded, uh, I traded Porzingis for Anthony Davis at some point throughout the year uh, while KP was balling and AD was hurt. I traded, uh, I did a bunch of consolidation moves as one does in an eight team league uh, that just happened to be bad. So I didn't care so much about this year. I think I traded uh, DeMar, Vooch, and CJ McCollum and Chris Middleton for Garland, Giddy, and Jalen Green. And then I traded Jalen Green and Wendell Carter Jr. for Jalen Green, Wendell Carter Jr., and one other player that was pretty darn good. Um, I don't have it written down, which is really dumb of me, but um, I'm going to look it up. But basically, I traded that package for towns which uh was was a fleece and a half nope it was just wendell carter and jalen green so that was a huge fleece but this guy was dealing with injuries cat was out at the time and he was heading into the playoffs so he went for it i was psyched about it so now i'm running into this year with ad cat garland Dejounte, Kawhi, uh giddy plus guys like um you know i got 
Paolo from the draft from being bad last year. I have Chet as well. Time Lord, um, Draymond, if I want Durin, if I want Simmons. So, uh, my team should be pretty okay. And obviously I have the first overall pick. So I will be adding Wimbenyama, um, and going from there. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see how this team stacks up to the league, uh, after just one year of rebuilding, which, is some of my favorite teams to take over as long as the buy-in isn't crazy and it makes me feel like I'm throwing money away and just burning it. So uh, those are all of my teams. Uh, I'm not getting into the two teams that I did a bunch of work to to get off the ground and then left because of some other uh, league issues, but uh, also having too many leagues. So I decided to cut some down. It was pretty easy to do. So um yeah, those are those are all my leagues. Pretty successful year. Made a made a little bit of money. I was in the money in I think one, two, three, four, four of the leagues, four out of seven, uh, which isn't bad. Um, and I, I should be in the money in all of them next year, assuming injuries don't destroy me once again. But thank you for tuning in to this episode of Punt Intended. Like I said, give me a follow on Twitter at my account, Rhett underscore Bauer. Follow the show at Punt Intended Pod. Give us a rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And let me know if you have any questions for either Dynasty or for maybe contributing to Sports Ethos in the Dynasty division. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you again next time. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.